There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. even better if there was an explosion there but oh well what's up everybody welcome to quarter to quarter wrestling radio c2c radio show.com is your headquarters for all things corner to corner and of course through acast.com hearing us live on podbean.com there's a lot of destinations in a multi-faceted kind of internet world we're live i'm stan grubb and my tag team partner brian taylor what's going on my friend What's up, what's up? How we doing, man? You have a good weekend? Uh, I'm sorry, I guess. Yeah. Nothing nothing quite beats Ric Flair's last match. Kind of tough. Last weekend was chock full of wrestling. This weekend was... I mean, we had we did have Battle of the Belts. Mm-hmm. So that, that was solid. It was a solid show. Takeshita and uh, Claudio. Damn. I don't know that either guy could have a bad match, but they really, really brought it. Well, I'm just... Uh... I don't see why uh, Takeshka hasn't gotten a title yet. Man, I'm going to guess and say it's because of the DDT Pro deal still. And once that expires, maybe he gets – finally he gets signed and can become, you know, a true blue elite or ring of honor member of the roster because you got a good point. He's definitely earned earned some positivity there. Well, I, I mean, I actually thought he had it there for a second too. Oh man, there were a lot of near falls in this match. I mean, that's that's what that's what is great about Ring of Honor, um, and I, I hope that Tony Khan continues to stick with that formula because it's one of the reasons so many people liked it. Mm-hmm. Well, that one uh, pinfall right before uh, Claudia won—that uh, was about the closest I've seen in a long time. Yeah, you know, I was I was watching. Uh, what was I watching? I don't know. It was some. It might have actually been a, a replay of the Lex Luger uh, bio. Mm-hmm. And I noticed, like, during one of the match clips, there's this guy, and he's watching the referee, and the camera's right on his face. So you just know he's waiting for that last second. Mm-hmm. I always liked it when you couldn't see that, so you just were legitimately caught off guard each time it happened. Well, I mean, I guess, but, uh, you know, you got to make sure you don't screw it up. Too, so. Yeah, it's a timing thing. Definitely a timing yeah. thing. And of course, Rob Hefner is with us. What's up, Rob? What happening, folks? How you doing, man? 
I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Have what I missed? Uh, you've missed nothing. We just started. These okay. nuts. Oh, wow. Okay, well, maybe you missed uh, those nuts. <laughs> okay. Are they, are they different than these nuts? Uh, mouth? uh, wait, I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no answer that will work for that. Or about these nuts on your chin. Oh, see, now we're just getting all, now you're getting gross. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's, there's people I'm sure listening that are not wanting to hear about that. I don't know who. I mean, they if they've listened to any length of time, they know that that's what you're gonna find here. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> if they're listening, then they know. So, uh, hey, we got we got news to talk about. We got returns to talk about. We got Battle of the Belts three, and hey, congratulations to Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti. They got married over the weekend. Mm. We're good for them. I wonder how big that prenup is. I mean, I can't imagine it was that big. Sammy can't have but so much. Well, maybe Ty does. I don't know. I don't know why you're worried about that anyway. I'm not worried about it. Who Are you worried about it? No, you're worried about it. You brought it up. It's on the tip of your tongue. I mean, I, I didn't bring up nothing. You're just sad. Because Sammy's gone. Yes, that's that's clearly where the <laughs> where, where the sadness lies. That's exactly where that comes from. Oh, oh. Dominic's trying to pick a fight with Edge. That's a, not a smart move, but okay. Well, that's I mean, a career you, killer, buddy. If you can't see that turn coming, you should probably stop watching. Okay, I'll turn it off. <laughs> been a great show. Been a great run. <laughs> Time to stop. <laughs> Didn't see the Dom turn coming. Or are you talking about the Edge turn? Which one do you think is going to happen? The Dom. You can't. How can you turn Edge? You just turn him uh, good. He I mean, just it, cut his hair. It's WWE. They turn everybody all the time. Big Show had at least 20 turns before he finally left. Yeah. Showster. He can do that. Shokishi. <laughs> Oh, boy, oh, boy. Battle of the Belts 3 was this past Saturday. I think it's appropriate to go over that first because it was a hell of a show. Um, let's just dive right into it. We talked about Takeshita and Claudio Castagnoli, so why not just continue the, the run on that one? The near falls in that matchup, we were just talking about it, Rob, was just tremendous. And he made a, a good comment. You know, it's amazing that Takeshita hasn't won a title yet. The guy is solid in the ring, and fans have taken to him extremely well. Um, it, it's truly reminiscent of, of what they did with uh, Wheeler Yuta, with just how quick he's risen to popularity. Yeah, I mean, it just shows you the, the, the grassroots effort that somebody has, you know what I mean? And that's one thing that they're doing here is they take somebody who's got a following and then continue it, mm -hmm. you know? They don't do the whole, oh, they never existed. You know, they do the whole, They let's build on it. Let's build on their popularity. You know, that's what they've done with everybody coming in. So. 
there's just such a solid build and, and plus the the factor of having a ring of honor championship on television um i love that although i am anxious only because i want to see more ring of honor action anxious to see them get their own tv deal i'm sure it's not too far from where we are it's not it's gonna be quick television championship was on the line as jay lethal challenged wardlow um you know honestly i was was kind of figure wardlow was gonna was going to lose the title. I think we talked about it a little bit last week, and I think Brian may have actually mentioned that it was soon, way soon, to take the title off of Wardlow. But I don't know. I just felt like like they were trying to go in that direction with Jay Lethal. But obviously, Brian was right, and I was very, very wrong because it was a power bomb and a one, two, three by Wardlow. Um, damn, I didn't expect it to happen that fast. I mean, it's not like it happened fast. It there was a match. Yeah, I mean, there was there was a back and forth to it. I guess I was just expecting, uh, I don't know. Like I said earlier, last week, I, I expected Jay Lethal to come out with the title. Nothing wrong with Wardlow remaining champion. I agree with Brian, though. You can't, at this point, taking it off Wardlow makes no sense. You know, because, yes, it's the belt's designed to be the the – the page setter or whatever, you know, Hey, let's give this to see how crowds react and then move them around. Right. And again, you also had a big, you moved it around pretty frequently with Sammy Guevara and Jay lethal and Sammy Guevara and Jay lethal and then Jay lethal and Wardville, you know, so, hmm. um, Oh, he means Scorpio sky. Oh, Scorpio. Sorry. Sorry. Calm down. Sorry. I'm just watching Jay lethal. Sorry. Um, but you like you're building Wardlow into this character, so he's got to keep it. So Wardlow did an interview about a week and a half, two weeks ago, where he said he wanted to be the reason that women in the eighteen to forty nine demographic increased for for AEW. <laughs> well then, that's a pretty specific <laughs> request for Wardlow. He sounds wants, like somebody's been reading the spreadsheet. He he wants all the ladies. <laughs> Come and watch my matches. <laughs> All of them, why don't you? I think the the key that comes out of this t this TV title TNT title match uh, is that what they're setting up for, and that's Satnam Singh and Wardlow. Uh, okay, Satnam Singh has has managed to show us that he's got some mobility, he's got power, he has some presence to him. I don't know. I mean this this. I'm not going to say it's going to be some kind of like Okada classic or whatever, but it could end up really impressing us with how well he does. I, I don't know what the make of it just yet, but the groundwork's being laid. It's probably going to be Satnam Singh and Wardlow at All Out. You think? Well, I mean, All Out is one, two, three, four weeks away. Yeah, I mean... I, I guess they could probably do it on, on dynamite, but then the question becomes, well, who, who do they do? Who do they unveil for the challenger? Is it like Miro? Does he get a return title shot? Does, does Malachi black finally get one? I think Malachi black is ranked pretty damn high right now. Um, plus we got the trios tournament, which is getting ready to unfold. We'll talk about, uh, <sighs> 
the, the shots heard around the world from Wednesday. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think Satnam Singh has possibilities and hopefully these two guys can, can do it justice. But to me, it just seems like they build it for pay-per-view. Okay. AEW Women's Championship. This one was kind of uh, kind of brutal. Tony, not Tony Storm, Thunder Rosa defending against Jamie Hayter. Uh, Hayter gets her nose just busted. Um, outside of that, I I thought that actually the match was pretty good. Um, I was not disappointed with Jamie Hayter at all, which is a first. Oh yeah, that's right. You're not uh, you're not too keen on Hayter, are you? You know, I, I'm, I'm coming around. Oh, ouch. I'm a hater hater. No. I, I, don't, hate, I don't hate her. But uh, you this, hate her. This, hate her. This, <laughs> this is confusing. Um, no, I, I think I'm warming up to her. She is getting better. That's in my eyes. Not like she really has to anything to prove to me, but... Yeah, I feel like uh, th- this match was a good showing for her, and if it continues, you know, it's got an open open sky for her. Not an EO sky, but an open sky. Hmm. All right, then. I don't know. Maybe. Huh? <laughs> they, were, they were beating the piss on each other, though. Yes, they were not holding back. Mm-hmm. Um the backbreaker that uh, that got done, the, there's like a rock bottom into a backbreaker. Holy crap. Like, there's some seriously just rough stuff happening. And and I don't know if it's just Thunder Rosa saying, you know what, just bring it. Just do what you got to do. Do something. But they sure as hell made sure they were firing, on, firing away. Live rounds, as many would say. Um this drop kick that uh, hits hits Hater in the face is what ultimately smashes her nose. Um, that was uh, that was really a little scary, actually. It was right on the button, though. Haha, <laughs> get it right on the button. <laughs> her nose. <laughs> Hi yo. I don't get it. <laughs> so you see, it was the nose, and when the two feet connected with the. You know, the button, which is her button nose, get uh, this. All right, you just killed it. So it was, it was kind when of. You have to over explain it. It's not funny. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's loud. Womp, 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 womp. My homemade sound effects. Thank Next you. time on The Joke is Not Good. Ouch. Well, I guess that would just be any other ones I'd say. Now, wouldn't it? Now, now, we don't need to turn this into therapy. No, it's okay. I appreciate it. Have people listening. We don't want to have them not listen next week. Mm, I don't know about all that. Nobody, ain't nobody worried about that. Oh, KO just uh, power bombed Ezekiel to the uh, apron of the ring, and it looks like they're gonna. Yeah, looks looks like uh, Ezekiel is gonna be stretchered out. Wow, damn. KO is back to being a badass. Hmm. One move. Yeah, that's it. One move. That's badass. It. It's a badass. That's right. He went toe to toe with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And he's done a power bomb how many times? 
And his finisher pop up power bomb. Uh, it used to be the power, the pop up power bomb. Now it's the uh, stunner. The stunner, yes. Huh. Wow. So he's he's just gonna stand over there and watch him. I always hate when they do that. Just wheel him out. Oh well, whatever. I don't think they really have an understanding as to how to set up for that. What? Like to to like really make somebody think that something is is seriously wrong. If you just sit there with the camera on there, it just the longer that goes, the more people will be like, "Oh yeah, this is he's okay." Aren't you smart, Mark? It's supposed to be suspending disbelief, sir. You're not supposed to understand that or see that, sir. All right, that's fair. I'm not. Yeah, they can't please everybody. No, no, they can't. Apparently. God. They need to cater to me and me only. Gosh. Is that not how it works? <laughs> I'm in charge here. I'm the fan. I paid for the ticket. Hmm. I get, I tell them to give me give me give him his money back so we can do whatever we want. Speaking of that, speaking of buying a ticket, y'all need to help and make sure I never I never purchase a ticket to Sasha Banks. <laughs> Did you see like, those pictures? Yeah. yeah. What a weird, weird meet and greet. What the heck? Like, I'd have been like, can I have my money back? I mean, I'm not saying we got a hug or anything, but I mean, we should at least be in the same frame. <laughs> can we at least be like close enough to where we could point at each other and people actually know we were in the same room? <laughs> yeah. It's not easily like cut out. I just, I don't understand what her, okay, let me take that back. I understand where you don't want like a bunch of creepy fans, like trying to cop a feel, you know, and, and all that stuff, but. Then don't most, do meet and greets. Like most fans aren't going to do that. It's not like somebody, they don't have security at these things. I mean, come on. Well, I mean, I've been to enough meet and greets that I've never copped a feel. Nor have I seen or heard of anybody trying to cop a feel. So no, it's I'm one of those... not sure that would be the reason why. I mean, it's like one of those freak instances, you know what I mean? Like, you see it once in a blue moon, you're like, oh, wow, I can't believe somebody did that. But, like, I don't think it happens that often. I mean, maybe it's the, maybe she's worried about COVID. Well, that's a possibility. But, you know, once again, if I'm worried about COVID, I'm not doing a meet and greet. Yeah, I don't think I would either. I mean, this is odd. The only one that was kind of cool, like from the pictures I've seen, was uh, some gentleman had a, a big dollar bill made that said $30,000, which was the rumored asking price for Sasha Banks to book her for signings and stuff. And she took a picture with with the gigantic dollar bill that had her face on it. All right, so that one maybe I would, you know, if I was smart enough to – do the whole dollar bill thing, but I would feel a little weird if if she's like, "No, you got to stay ten feet away." I'll point at you though. That would like I, I'd have been like, uh, "Okay, can I just have my money back?" I, I mean, again, I I want to be in the same frame, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, now again, I don't normally do pictures. I normally just settle for the autographs. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I was one that needed the picture or wanted the picture yeah we we'd at least have to be in the same frame or something how far back did that camera have to be 
Because, I mean, that, that's a good distance between most of the people and her. But it was probably already set up that way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she had one of those plastic dividers. <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm saying is she probably already knew. Yeah. You know. They had marks on the floor. Yeah. Wow. They had marks on the floor? Probably. Like, she's dead because she's in the same spot. And, I mean, no offense. I didn't, I mean, the, I wasn't all out of turn, but anyway. <laughs> okay. Were you, were you trying to say something, buddy? No. I mean, I'm just saying that I wouldn't. One, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd pay for that, especially two, like, you know, it's like, I mark it up to like meeting Stanley, right? Yeah. You know, at the end, most people we paid to meet Stan, we would have paid to meet Stanley just for the fact that we could say, hey, we met Stanley, right? You're right, You're right. Not for like some kind of like cool because they at, at like when he was at Baltimore Comic Con and I walked through, you could see him in there. He's just sitting in a chair, and they're bringing people in like cattle, you know. Take pictures, stop, smile, take a picture, out. You know, he's just kind of sitting there. Um, and that's the kind of thing it looked like there. You know, it's like she's just standing in one spot. They're bringing them in, smile, boom, great, next. Where I feel like when we got our picture take with like taken with like the Midnight Express or Jim Ross, hmm. those pictures I feel like are more personable because I feel like the person actually wanted to be in the picture, you know? Right. And there it's like they're just she's just there. Like she's standing there and she probably smiled for twenty minutes just like that. And they brought people in and herded them out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm scrolling through some of these pictures. And it, it's interesting because, like, there's this clear, obviously, she's like, nope, nope, right there. You, there's, like, she's throwing up the peace sign and smiling and posing. But then the, the fan to her, I guess it's her left, it just seems so awkward. Like, okay, I guess this is what we're doing. I feel like I'm so glad that I uh, spent all this money. Yeah. But, I mean, the crazy things people will pay for. Yeah. How much was that? You think like 200 bucks to go and uh, get that done? 250 Something like that? Uh, for her, probably. So, I mean, that's... I would imagine she's probably asking a premium price. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, that's her. That's her prerogative. That's what she wants. I'm just. You can charge whatever. Yeah, I'm not doing it. So. I mean, it's just like when they come to Awesome Con or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to evaluate. Some of these people, you get the prices are like, what the world? You know, and some are like, okay, I'll do that. Isn't it usually the the cost of meeting like uh, William Shatner? Isn't that usually like about a hundred bucks? No, it's higher than that. It's probably more along the lines of two hundred. Yeah, like 
I remember when Awesome Con happened in DC, and they were bringing Marty Jeanette, Marty, Mar- Michael J. Fox, and Christopher Lloyd together. It was like five hundred bucks to meet both of them, like to get autographs for both of them. So it's like five hundred, six hundred bucks for both of them, and you're like, and I found myself going, oh. That would be so cool because one, I mean, Christopher Lloyd's getting up there, mm-hmm. and I mean, and Michael J. Fox has got his health issues, so you're like, what an iconic movie of Back to the Future. But then you got to think, is it five hundred dollars? You know, well, so to me, it's like the experience, right? So again, if I'm paying that kind of money and again i I don't know how much how much it was paid for her Mm -hmm. you know again i want to be in the same frame i mean i mean that's there'd be there's no way i would be like no forget it i'd like to have my money back again we don't have to be close but uh, you know that that's the picture looks foolish you know um if you don't want to do it, then simply don't do it, and nobody's going to say anything about it. Right. Um, I would agree. I mean, it seems kind of foolish. If I was, if I was in that situation, if I had paid for that, and she had like kind of pushed me off the way. I mean, I wouldn't say she physically pushed somebody, but you know what I mean. You know, okay. setting that distance. Um, I'd have been like, you know, what did I do wrong? Like, how did what? What's wrong with me to not be able to qualify for that? I paid for it, you know. Right. Like that would really make me feel very uncomfortable as a fan. Um, there again, I mean, it's it's a fine line because no, obviously, I wouldn't want to make somebody uncomfortable when I meet them. But at the same time, like uh, you asked me to pay a pretty hefty amount of money and go act like I shouldn't be here. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Rob. No, you go. Oh, I, I, you know, again, if you don't want to do it, yeah, don't do it. Uh, you know, because there are going to be people that, you know, show up that were such fans of yours, mm-hmm. you know, that may very well take that personal. Now, I'm not saying like you're stalkers, but no, legitimate fans, I would think. Yeah. I mean, there could have been, there could be fans that have watched her through NXT that have watched, you know, just your diehard mm-hmm. Sasha fans, and oh well, now now I get a chance to meet her. I've never met her. I'd like to meet her. I'd like to get a picture and autograph. And then it's mm-hmm. like, oh no, you stand over here, right, right, like one of those herding cattle lines. Nope, right here. There you go. Perfect. Here's your mark. Well, and you know that she didn't talk to him very much either. So you know, it's like what Brian said. You know, you got you get people that grew up idolizing her wanting to be with her and then you know all of a sudden it's stand here smile all right next and she's not even taking the time to talk to him well to you that know? point about the little kids that wanted to meet her well, well that's what so i'm saying I don't, you know have we seen pictures where she did that to kids i mean i understand that you know who she's may think are pervy enough not to get close to but if she did that to a a kid you know that's that's 
She yeah, should probably rethink. <laughs> so. Trying to look up images from the meet and greet, and the only ones that are posted. Let's see here. That one's just the two of them. Here's one where she's pointing to a sign. It's at least two feet between the person and her. And all of these pictures, it's so funny because the pictures I'm pulling up right now, every picture of her and a fan, I have to click on it to open it because you can't see the fan. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's like when you, you know, there's been a couple times where you meet somebody and, and you go get their autograph and you can tell that they just don't even give a shit you're there. Right. You know, and to me, like, I've never been famous enough to, like, sign autographs and stuff. But, like, you make sure, like, if somebody stops, takes the time to stop to see you, shoot. You at least take the time to say hi. And, you know, like I've said before, like, we when we went to that thing in Charlotte, you know, how many conversations did we have with wrestlers and people just because we were standing there and we had paid to meet them? Mm-hmm. You know, like... Well, yeah, but look at the, look at the ones that you had with people we didn't pay for, like people we just happened to be like outside when they were outside, and you know, again the 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 mulky for Pete's yes. sake. Yeah, <laughs> you right. know sitting what down, I'm drinking a beer, and just talking yeah, about everything. Beer. Yeah, I got I a beer it. out of the Mulkey's cooler. Yeah, y'all come on, sit down with us. Let you know, let's just talk. You know. And I'm not saying the pictures that I've uh, found. Yeah, I'm not saying you got to do that with everybody, but Lord have mercy, really. I mean, I don't know who who am I to speak of of somebody's uh, mental health, but you see something like that and it makes you question. You know, if you're that paranoid, stay home. I know that seems mean. Maybe it comes off meaner than it should, but I I don't think it's got anything to do with like a mental health. I mean, I guess it ultimately could, but. Yeah. Let, let's not go down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you don't want that type of interaction, especially, you know, like that type of show. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Just stay home. I mean, and yeah, I can I mean, appreciate wanting to protect yourself. I mean, that, that makes sense. But again, she could have done, let's say COVID was the big issue, right? Right. Let's say COVID was the one that's making her go, you know what? This shit is just, I'm freaking out. Right. Well, freaking out, man. They make (laughs) those plastic dividers. We saw them during COVID, Mm -hmm. during the pandemic. They make plastic dividers for her to where she could stand behind it or beside it. And the person's on the other side of the plastic divider and never actually meet her to get close enough, you know? But it could be close enough to where the person's actually within the same zip code. I mean, you're that far away in some areas. That's a different town. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, there's like a, there's a part of Tennessee and Virginia where if you're that far away, you could be in two different states. Look, there's a part of uh, the U.S. and Canada. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's weird. I mean, so I agree. Like, I mean, you went, you go into this knowing you're going to meet fans and men, women, it doesn't matter. There's going to be the weirdos on both sides, you know, 
there's men wrestlers who meet women wrestler women fans that they get all woo and 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 latch onto them, mm-hmm. you know. But the amount of money people pay, you damn better acknowledge that I'm there. Because I'll be damned if I if I spend money, and you don't even like acknowledge I was there. You know, like I paid twenty five or fifty bucks, was it or forty bucks to meet Nikita Koloff, mm-hmm. and hell, he prayed with me while I was there. Yeah, you know, he also on autograph. He's like, hey, let's pray. But like, okay, we're praying. You know, I didn't even buy anything from Jim Cornette, and he stood there and talked to us. When did he that went- happen? Nikita. That was in Charlotte. Was that in Charlotte? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember Rob that. coming and telling us. I don't remember that, honestly. I think you were in line with somebody else at the time. You know, for all of the stuff, you know, the jokes and the and the digs we've taken at Cornette, he was the coolest dude, him and the Mulkies, that, that, that weekend. Just talking to him about wrestling and just everything was cool. And like, the fact you didn't buy anything – and the fact yeah. the first time we saw him, he was uh, he had actually bought something from somebody else and was walking it up to his room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I thought one of y'all did buy something. I bought the Midnight Eventually. Express book. Yeah. But what happened was he talked to us. He talked to us. <clears throat> and because he talked to me and, and all that is what made me want to go back and buy the book. Because I didn't really want the book I bought. I wanted the book you bought. Well, and, and how cool was that, though? Because he signed both the uh, inside cover and there was also another signature page on the, in the middle of the book. Yeah. I mean, so anytime you want to switch, I'll be glad to give it to you. Be glad to switch. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it hits home because it, Brian brought up the Mulkies and then I was actually thinking about that because I think it was on uh rampage where somebody was last name was Mulkey. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but a couple of enhancement talents got squashed, and um, and one of their last names was, was Mulkey, and and all of the all my Facebook timeline this weekend was showing me from from Charlotte. It just made me remember how fun it was just sitting down talking to them, and I remember them picking on Brian for his Bullet Club shirt. And he didn't buy but he didn't buy a shirt from them. <laughs> no, he didn't, and no. they wouldn't take a picture with him. And Brian's like, I'm not. Fun. That's all right, but I drink that beer though. You damn right you did. <laughs> well, I drank a couple of them. Hey, when the mil- when the monkeys offer you a beer, you take, take the, the beer. beer. Yeah, you don't say no to the monkeys. That is that is not a that is not a gonna happen this lifetime moment again. You know. When we do ultimately make the transition to to video, I think it we're gonna just have to call it a drinking with the monkeys like we've talked about. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you should probably reach out to them see if they'd be willing to come on. I'd only do it if they'd be willing to drink beer with us on the air. That's fine. I bet you they would. <laughs> they, you know, they, you're like, right. <laughs> but talking to them, you know, like spending time with them and talking to them about that, and even just, you know, the ones that we didn't, you know. Cause I remember standing in line for some and like the other people are standing there waiting for somebody and they're like giving us grief. Like you don't want to give my, you know? Oh yeah. That was awkward. That was yeah. awkward. That's why I ended up with Lex Luger. Cause I felt guilty. 
You know, did you guys watch the Lex Luger bio this weekend? I haven't watched it yet. I got it recorded. Oh, man, I know. I know that there's there's a lot and a lot to cover, a lot of ground to cover with it. But it made me think so much about like in '94. We already knew Bret Hart was was the man. They had already. I mean, he beat Flair for the title. Yeah, that's a pretty big step. So you already knew his ticket was written. I always wondered why they just wouldn't pull the trigger on Luger. As popular as he was during that whole feud with Yokozuna, and all they could do was give him a count-out victory. Well, I mean, let's not forget it's the WWE, right? And back then, it probably changed on a dime. Oh, I bet. You know, maybe it didn't test right. Um, you know, the, the market audience, you know, cause back then they would do, they would do stuff at house shows. Yep. Yep. You know, and, uh, they would change titles at house shows. Yeah. Well, I mean, Owen, Owen and Brett, that's. Yep. And then, you know, of course it never happened. Officially. Owen even defended it for like a week. So, um, well, yeah, I mean that was the that was the the litmus test and all. So I'm sure, for whatever reason, it just wasn't going to go off like they expected. Just a case of uh, missed potential with that. You know, Luger was a lot of things. A lot of people had had gripes about Luger when it came to his in ring, and and I I understood that, but. He had a presence about him. Obviously, there's the look, but he just had a very good presence about him when he was in the ring. Um, obviously, towards the end of his career, it wasn't so hot, but 92, when he won the title finally, and he had his feud with Sting. He had matches with um, Ron Simmons. He had matches with Rick Steiner. They were solid. I mean, and then, of course, he gets to the WWF. He's the narcissist, and then he becomes... The All-American tags up with Davey Boy Smith. Again, another opportunity they missed by not giving them the tag titles. It just, it was so, it really, that, that bio should have been called Missed Opportunities. It was just so many missed opportunities with him. Mm-hmm. You know, again, it's, you know, on paper, it may look good. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after the WWE does the whole test market or whatever it's just not what they're looking for yeah makes me wonder what'll what'll come with this new changeover i know we're going to talk about dynamite because we definitely got some things to cover but uh friday night carrying cross comes back on smackdown interrupts a confrontation between roman and drew mcintyre and then now the rumor is is now shifted from apparently reported to now it's just a rumor the rumor is it's going to be carrying cross Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns at Clash for the Castle, or Clash at the Castle, whatever the hell that stupid that name is. Anyway, it's supposed to be feeding into potentially splitting the titles to one on Raw and one on SmackDown again. Um. Okay, I I have no problem with this with them putting it back. Mm-hmm. However, I think you're foolish if you put it on cross. The problem is because when he had all the momentum, you pissed on him. Right. So, 
I got two questions about it, and the first one is the obvious. What did you guys think of his return on Friday? Um, whoever wants to go first. I mean, I just thought that I felt that out of all the returns that we are all thinking about and all the ones that have been rumored, right? to him, to, to Triple H, to start, all right, I'm going to start with Cross. Mm-hmm. One of the final kind of NXT people that got screwed over on the main roster, you know? It's kind of like he's like, all right, I'm going to start here and work my way back fixing shit, you know? Like, right, right. Um, but the way they brought him out, and dear Lord, he basically decimated freaking, you know, like. Yeah, the, that those shots to the steps were brutal. He's just smashing his head against the steel steps. I was like, damn, all right, let the man breathe a little. Just just a right. little. It's <laughs> He's like, supposed to be challenging Roman. <laughs> right. His to cha- he, he was a champ now, like, damn. Did you feel like. Well, actually, you know what? Before I ask that, let me ask Brian the same question. Brian, what did you think of his return? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not digging it, right? Right. Um, not that he's not. Um, um, you know, more than capable of holding that title and yeah, doing something with it. But I mean, to me, it's you know, uh, he's the. The gladiator or whatever. Demolition cross. <laughs> yeah, whatever. That's what I used to call him, yeah. Um, and I, to me, just it didn't feel right. Because um, to me, it really made, like, no sense. Mm-hmm. Um, guy's been gone, automatically jumps himself into, uh, you know, the oh. world title picture. When the last time he was here, he was portrayed as, God, what was he, like 50% after that? Right. What, his win-loss record? Yeah, if yeah. that. I mean, I uh, agree with that. The fact, like, I thought his return was cool, but going right into the world title picture, uh, I mean, it would have been nicer for him to have, like, you know, come in and whooped up on, I don't know, I think the theory, you know, he should come in and whoop up on theory and take his title, take his money in the bank. Yeah. One of the things that, that I noticed, like I was glad to see him back. Don't get me wrong. I was like, Oh, that's cool. But then I noticed how quickly that, that he came rushing out of the, I, I guess the crowd, like maybe he came from the back area and, you know, snuck in. I'm not really even sure. But one of the things I noticed was like the crowd had no time to really react. Like they play his music for less than 10 seconds. You got Scarlet at the top. And I mean, it's, there's no time for them to really react. I don't, I don't know that I would have had him interject his into the anything. I don't would have just closed the show with him in the ring doing the, uh, the smoke and the flames and let everybody else be like, what the hell is he here for? You know what I mean? Like, I got to agree with Brian. I think that putting him in that main event picture right now, after you basically not triple H, but Vince and Bruce basically buried his ass for the better part of three months before they fired him. You know, you've got to rebuild. Yeah. Okay. You can pretend like it's uh, what was the show that it was all a dream Dallas. 
Like mm. you could pretend like that, but that's not going to work for but so long. How many times could you reboot a character before finally somebody's be like, ah, no, that's that's crap. Well, I mean, the other thing for me, um, uh, you got so like, if I'm Roman mm-hmm. and I'm the champ, and this guy just jumped your number one contender, right? Why am I not doing like every other champion has done in the past? Oh, no, no, no. Before before you interject here, you have to face him. Mm-hmm. You know, you two were fighting. I wasn't fighting. You two were fighting. Right, right. It's got nothing to do with me. Yeah, Y'all do. Your... Yeah. <laughs> and that would fit for Roman. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm ahead of the same. Y'all do your thing. Yeah. Y'all come find me when you're done. Yeah, I mean, he's got Paul, too, and. Paul's, you know, probably the smartest guy on TV right now outside of a select few. Right. And Paul didn't pull that? No, 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 no. Wait a second. Wait a second. No, no. We got a contract with Drew. Mm-hmm. If Cross wants in, well, he's got to earn his spot in. You know, we're, we're not just giving him, you know, you're not just jumping to the head of the table. You got to earn your spot at the head of the table. Why, I mean, why wouldn't we just do that? Why, you know, that that's just, I mean, that's the same type of booking that, you know, again, I'm not putting any faith in what Triple H does yeah. for six months. That's the same type of booking we would have gotten with Vince. Wow. Dom's got color on Raw. Holy crap. Oh, Rhea beat him up again. <laughs> She's got him at the top of the rim. How'd you know? <laughs> I just, I just turned. <laughs> my awesome. wife's in, my wife's in uh, Ireland, so I actually am doing this in the living room and raw on, on TV. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not exactly like he's, you know, John Moxley bleeding, but uh, he's, he's got a little mm. bit of color to him. Hey, how long has it been since WWE's allowed color on any TV? Ooh, uh, that's a good question. Well, I mean, the other thing, too, is what what you got to do is suspend belief that Dom is not going to turn on <laughs> right, right. Oh, his dad. He's yeah. going to bleed this week and kick his dad in the teeth next week. Yeah. Well, when's the next pay-per-view for them? Clash at the Castle is on September 3rd, I think. Fiction at the whatever. I mean. Yeah, that's the stupidest name. Whatever happened to, like, what did they used to call it? Insurrection? The UK pay-per-views? Or Rebellion? Well, we can't do that anymore. We just got to go back to Clash at the Castle. That's a dumb name. Uh, oh, well. So with with Karrion Cross coming back Friday, like I said, it was kind of cool. But I felt like they just didn't do him any favors by just immediately thrusting all of that stuff into us. Now... We've got rumors. Why'd you have to say thrusting? That's a good point. I'm sorry. Let me let me back up. <laughs> Throwing it at us. There we go. There we go. Better. I'm like better. one okay. man talks about another man with the word <laughs> thrusting. <laughs> My bad. My bad, homie. I'm sorry. <laughs> so. Looking at uh, the different rumored returns. Now, Sasha and Naomi, we've already heard about that. But now, of course, everybody is saying it's going to be Bray. It's going to be Braun, Johnny Gargano. I mean, 
we're gonna what we're gonna go right back to the bloated roster we had before. Is that where we're headed? Listen, we, the, those, 120, 130 people. The bobbleheads <laughs> care absolutely nothing, right? They they don't care. They didn't care when it was two hundred plus. They don't care now that that's exactly what's gonna happen. Um, you know, again, they're they'll you know forget AEW and its bloated roster, right? Right. Um, you know, oh, the WWE. Well, they can have a bloated roster. Ah, they they know how to make it work. But these are the same people that bitched and moaned when the WWE had a bloated roster and had these people under contract, and then we'd sit here week after week and and say what? Damn it! Got all these people and don't use them. Got all these people yep. and don't use them. Yep. I mean, the problem is with it all is the ones they got rid of. The ones Vinny Mac signed off on getting rid of and all that are the ones we wanted to see. Mm-hmm. That left us stuck with theory and these others that you're like, oh shit. You know, <laughs> like um but do we see Bray come back? I don't know. Do we see Gargano? I could see Gargano. I could see him, Triple H, putting Gargano and Champa back together. Or, you know, their their series alone with each other. How many NXT takeovers ended with that? And we're like, damn. You know? I've seen, seen a lot of uh, WWE Raw and WWE SmackDown logos coming out lately with the black and gold. Instead of blue and red, so it seems like Triple H is trying to put that back into play. Well, yeah, but so the pro- again, the problem is, is it's the same problem with that as it is with Cross, mm-hmm. right? Your brand, like you got to do more than just change your colors. Yeah, you know your bobbleheads are bobbleheads. They'll 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 follow no matter what. But mm-hmm. um, you know if. <laughs> If I really want to want to get the numbers back, you got to get guys like me and you and Rob, and those are the ones, right? And again, Rob brought up uh, Chomp and Gargano, right? Ooh, if I'm Triple H, the first thing I would have done was I would have split uh, Tomasa from Miz. Hell yeah. Happened? Shoot, no, he's running around wearing some bright green lime jacket isn't he that's the last time uh he came out and performed he was in lime green gear that's for sure yeah i mean again you're telling you know all these things about change 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 and somebody's not here but it's the same crap right now when as the guy that you know is now running it you have the ability to say nope that's what we're gonna do tonight we're going to make a change. Sorry, Miz, but, you know, you're a little outdated and, you know, Tomas is just going to destroy you tonight. I think that'd be a wise decision, not because Miz can't lend a hand. As a matter of fact, I think Miz could. Miz losing to Tommaso Ciampa would be a huge step in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, you have, and don't get me wrong, I guess Miz is okay, but you have guys like AJ that could put on classics mm-hmm. with Champa. Yeah. You know, Finn Balor, uh, Gargano, you know, 
that he would put on a classic if you brought him back. And you could do it on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. right? But no, uh, I'm, we- I'm wearing a green jacket for The Miz. He gets a title shot against Bobby Lashley tonight. That could be interesting. He's dedicating his – on Twitter, he's dedicating his title victory to Harley Race. And uh, tonight he had a backstage segment where he was showing a, a robe that said race on the back. So they're really putting a lot of focus on the U.S. title right now, which is uh, pretty cool. They did a, like a, a brief uh, history kind of recap video of all the different U.S. champions. Um, so they're certainly putting a focus to titles, which is what I think a lot of fans have asked for. I don't know that a lot of fans really want to see all of the people come back, but I feel like Gargano is the right choice if you're going to bring somebody back. I think if we had like an order of operations, so to th- so to speak, um, I would have gone with Gargano right after I brought Bailey back. I think that would have been the logical choice. Well, and I think you got to, you know, you look at it as we've all fell victim to this bull and, and you know, like, how many years did we want Sting to come back as the blonde-haired, painted-up Sting? Yeah. You know, we're all like, oh, it's going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen. Um, and there's just those people that are those fans who like wrestling, mm-hmm. who enjoyed NXT before it became... NXT present Cirque du Soleil. Um, but, you know, or it's like whenever we fell victim to the, we're going to listen to the fans bullshit, you know? And we're all like, we'd see one good pay per view and we're like, oh, maybe they're going to turn a corner and then never mind. Yeah. Six months of crap. Um, so I am hesitantly optimistic of what's going to happen. Do I agree with they should just open the floodgates and let all these people back in? Hell no. I think the game and the challenge should be make something worth watching, bring in a few people, but make something worth watching with what you have. You have a lot. I mean, Shit, you've got Nakamura, AJ, Owens, Drew, what's his name? You know, like, you've got those people just there, you know? And you've got Bobby Roode sitting on the shelf. I saw somebody, I saw somebody tweeted James Storm and said, hey, somebody get Triple H. And they tag Triple H in it. It's like somebody call Triple H and have them bring in James Storm and put beer money back together. You know? Um, And then James Storm said, I'm not going to say it won't happen. He said, I'd like to see it happen, Mm -hmm. but not very likely, you know? Well, there's a lot of people that are that are (laughs) hesitant to buy in that Triple H is truly in control as well. They want to say that Vince McMahon is still in his office at the house running creative, even though there have been clear lines drawn that he hasn't even had access to anything backstage. Hasn't been at a venue. Nobody's seen him. All right. So let me stop you there. Right. Who has seen clear lines? 
I'm just curious. Like, who knows that he's not picking up a phone talking to Triple H? Who knows that Triple H isn't the night before looking at the run sheet saying, hey, hey, Vince, what do you think about this? Who knows? Right? You're, I mean, you're the, the, the person you may or may not be quoting is clearly not there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And there are still some boneheaded moves that are taking place that literally still make no sense and lead credence to that that, that rumor that Vince may still be there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, <laughs> it, it's a family business, right? Right. Much. The WWE is a family business. Do you think they're just going to cut him out and not talk to him? Like, sorry, Dad. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not taking your phone call today. I mean, I would hope that there's a bigger disconnect, but like I said, you never know. Um, I laughed because I was skimming through Facebook and I saw where somebody said Drew McIntyre posted just jumped by the guy last seen wearing bondage and a helmet. <laughs> I had better Fridays. was a pretty good tweet. <laughs> I was just like... So I think that's about the gamut of uh, WWE news per se. Uh, unless something's hopped off the page to you guys, that's about all. WWE. So why not move over to, uh, to AEW Dynamite? Because we definitely got some... Uh, newsworthy parts of that again we kind of talked about it last week but uh jay lethal before his title match with um wardlow had actually a really good match with orange cassidy and that's this furthered my opinion that maybe jay lethal was going to come away with the victory against wardlow but either way i really really enjoyed the match with lethal and cassidy and it proved a point that orange cassidy can literally go with anybody Right. When was that? Last Wednesday? Wednesday? Yep. Sure, if you say so, man. I'm not, you know, I'm not buying it, but no, I'm just kidding. You know how I feel is on orange. I've said it before. I was gonna say, are you, are you switching off of the OC? No, <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, I mean, you know, don't let the whole pocket thing fool you. So, I, you know. I think the guys got a different gear, and if uh, they were so inclined, they could probably make a pretty, uh, uh, you know, like one of them five-star bout machines out of them. Yeah, and I think he's he's got it in him where he, depended on who his opponent is, he knows how to amp it up or turn it down, make it funny, make it serious. You know, I mean, he's he. Very few guys have a, per, a perception of what to do the way he does. And it is impressive. I'm curious as to when the first title, what what his first title will be and when it will happen. Oh, I think it would probably be the TV. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there are others now. There's, you know, ROH, there's... You got your different ROH titles. You got your trios title. 
So it's hard to say now. Yeah. I'm curious as to whether or not um, whether or not he would make the transition to Ring of Honor. That could be interesting. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Have him and maybe Dalton Castle go at it. Yeah, but so... I mean, why wouldn't you, right? Yeah. So it's not... I mean, it may kind of be set up like NXT. Mm-hmm. But it's... I mean, to me, it's... It's probably going to travel where NXT won't travel, especially give it, you know, given some time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, if he's wrestled on dark, he's wrestled on elevation, right? You're wrestling, which is the key. Why wouldn't you wrestle at ROH? Yeah. I mean, to me, I would, I would much rather go to like ROH or NXT especially if I was a guy like Orange, where I mm-hmm. had a chance to, like, become, like, the guy. Set the pace for everybody. Set the tone. Um... If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I think he would thrive in ROH. I agree. I agree. I mean, I think that he could be literally one of the one of the guys at the top pretty easily because of just how, how good he is and how much he understands how to interact with the, not just with his opponents, but his fans. And that could be really, really valuable to those that are newer. So, I mean, if on that same vein, you know, if, if ROH is somewhat similar to NXT, which I could see that I could see the similarity. If that's truly the case, then yeah, you need somebody like that because he's got to, who else is going to teach people how to connect on that? Well, he I, figured I, it out early, which is amazing. What? Well, I would. I, I mean, Connection I don't. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine he probably did figure it out, like even in the indies, like real early. Um, yeah. I mean, I can't honestly say as I saw any of his matches before AEW, but 
I mean, I was quite no, impressed was, from the first one. I was, I hadn't seen it either. And as a matter of fact, I remember when, when they, you know, remember where they were doing like almost every week. So, and so is all elite. And, um, I remember seeing it going, who the hell's that guy? <laughs> like, hmm. who is this orange Cassidy guy? What? Okay. He's got glasses on. He wears a denim jacket. Cool. I guess. Like, I just didn't know. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, you learn the air of your ways pretty quickly in that, but, uh, it took yeah. me a little longer to learn my ears. I didn't like him until just recently. I'm like, okay, he's funny. Yeah. I mean, his matches were good, but I'm like, and, but I know when to admit when I was wrong. And I was wrong. Wow. There's another conversion happening. It's amazing. <laughs> So remember how I said at Battle of the Belts 3 that Jamie Hayter had a, uh, a great showing against Thunder Rosa? Mm-hmm. You want to know why I wasn't sold on Jamie Hayter? The tag match. You're a hater. The tag match between Thunderstorm and Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. Is Jamie afraid to just go full force sometimes? Because, like, we see her against Thunder Rosa on Saturday. And I was like, damn, this is pretty damn good. This is This is solid. And then we see this tag match where she just seems like she's clumsy. She's not sure. It's same people that she's working with. It's not exactly like these are brand new opponents, but just like, wow. Chemistry just wasn't there. Whatever it was, just wasn't hitting Wednesday for her. Maybe Saturday, she, she certainly made up for it, but damn. Maybe she just had a bad night. Maybe she got hurt. Who knows? That would suck to get hurt on Wednesday, to go right back out there and get hurt again. Well, no, I'm talking about like in the tag match because, yeah. I mean, there was the one some time ago um, with, I think, the same four mm-hmm. that you were not impressed by. He's not been impressed by someone else? That never happens. What in the world was that? I don't know. So, Tamina goes for a clothesline, uh-huh. and it looks like EO kind of like jumps like into the clothesline, and she's kind of like in a seated position. Like <laughs> it was like, oh, I just saw it. You're ahead of me. <laughs> oh my lord, that was messy. I don't yeah. want why EO decided to jump for that. I don't know because it, it literally looks like she's been ejected from a car seat or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's in a, a full on seated position, taking yeah. a clothesline in the air. And I don't know. I mean, like, how does that happen? So. Yeah. She, uh, if she's, if she's upset about that being stiff, she's only got herself to blame. What the hell was that uppercut? Holy crap. Jeez. Okay. Then. Go ahead, oh, Tamina. Come on. Breaking them down. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, I don't know. I don't know why you're not a fan of Jamie. I kind of like Jamie. But... I also feel like she's uh, t- taking her gear from Oscar. Huh? Just to, it seems like the gear she has is just like Oscar's gear. I don't know. Seems like a ripoff artist. I'm not convinced. I'm not sold. Uh, like so, there. what part of that do you think looks like Oscars? I'm just curious. Pretty much all of it. I mean, I mean, it just Ouch. looks like shorts. 
and maybe some straps on the legs that a few people have nowadays. That's fair. There are a lot of people that have that that style. Yeah, I mean, EO's on here. She's got straps on the legs. Well, Sasha's husband's making them for everybody nowadays. Oh, that's right. Her husband does work over there now. Over where? A-Dub. Does he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Isn't her husband Aaron Solo? I don't know. Or maybe I'm no. Thinking. No, I'm getting that mixed up. That's uh, Bailey's ex. My bad. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, like... Goddamn wrestling drama. Because her husband... <laughs> her husband makes her gear. Yeah, makes yeah. the gear. Come on, Stan. Get it together, man. See, That's really why awful. she'll never take pictures side by side with fans. They don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Can you name my last match? Nope. Okay, oh, wait. stand over there. <laughs> All right, so there's no mystery teams in this. Right. Natalia and Sonya, Lions and Zoe Stark. I didn't see the other ones. Well, that just means that at the end, at the finals, whoever wins is going to get confronted by Sasha and Naomi. You're not the champs. Where are the champs? <laughs> Never seen that before. Yeah. Who's famous for that one? Uh, that's a Vince move. That's definitely a Vince move. Okay, then. Mm, uh-oh. Oh, no. No, Brian, don't I'm do it. my point. Don't do it, Brian. Listen, there's no way he doesn't meddle on a daily basis. Absolutely no way. He will probably pass on and somebody will be handed an envelope full of like <laughs> two plans. years worth of booking schemes. Yeah. See him burning it. Get this shit out of here. What the hell? <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> Let him go. <laughs> uh, Christian Cage gets a, a victory over Matt Hardy. Um, okay. Like, I didn't know I would, would see this on uh, Dynamite, but sure. Cool. Why not? We find out that Darby Allen is going to be taking on Brody King in a coffin match. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be the end of Darby Allen. I think Brody King's going to put him in that coffin. You actually think he's going to lose that? Yeah, Darby's going to lose that coffin match. Ooh. All right. Unless Miro, unless Miro comes out there and decks Brody King, I think Darby Allen's losing that one. That'd be the only way I would expect to see Darby Allen win. Okay, okay, okay. The quake at the lake. Oh my! So that would mean that Darby Allen and Sting would team with Miro somewhere in this trios tournament. That's right. <laughs> Against the House of Black. Oh. <laughs> well, there you go. Mm-mm-mm. This dog, what are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing? I'm getting walked on by a beagle. Jesus. All right, mm-hmm. make yourself at home. You know, really. It's not like you live here. Dumpster match between the acclaimed and the gun club. Meh. 
I mean, it, it, it happened. Well, I mean, it's a dumpster match, right? Right. You can't really make that thing, like, spectacular, I don't think. I mean, it wasn't too long. It didn't, like, drag on or anything. It had its moments. You know, the throw-off of the uh, top of the stage was pretty cool. Or, not stage, but I guess top of the entrance. However you want to word it. That was kind of cool. Um... I was waiting for Jim Ross to do like he did back in the Attitude Era. Those are people in there, but no, it just they got tossed <laughs> off the stage. <laughs> it was just like, okay, well, guess we're done with that. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think the video for the match was a whole lot better. The rap video that they oh, did yeah. on Friday, last Friday, yeah. We finally got uh, Max Caster talking about Vince McMahon. That was good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The fans all freaked out in unison for that. You know, it's interesting. People are still of the mindset that AEW isn't growing, and yet they're still selling out venues and breaking pay-per-view buy records for their own shows. How do you do that? Well, yeah, but so... I mean, the TV numbers are not growing. Like mm-hmm. the the Nielsen ratings or whatever you call it. Yeah, they're at about a static 1 million, roughly. Yeah, 900 to 1, I guess. Somewhere in that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know if it... If it like, to me, it doesn't matter. If the wrestling's good, everything else will come when it needs to. Yeah, but again, though, you're... You're from a generation that at any point in time could watch six different federations at at once, Mm -hmm. right? We are from that generation. When you have a generation that the only thing they have known is the WWE. Yeah. And now you now have a generation that knows... What in the world is going on in the background? It's, is that Stephanie? No, I have. I don't. All right, oh so my God, it's smoking somebody's car. Hold on. Yeah, so that's Nikki and Dewdrop. Uh, there's a police officer. Kevin oh, wow. Owens is doing an interview. <laughs> there's a car accident. And there's a car accident. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, wow. That's crazy. It looks like a... Shut up, KO. I'm trying to look. <laughs> it's like a... Oh, it's, it's somebody's rental car, obviously. But but the announce... it... did the well, announcers no even acknowledge it? He's not looking. He's not like, what the hell's happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> he just walks away. There's Vic just still handed up. Nope, nobody says anything. The commentary what team is talking about KO. <laughs> good call, Vince. That was oh, a good idea. Oh my goodness gracious! Now listen. First so rule that, about talking about KO is we told don't talk about KO. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, like Rob, are you watching Raw? No. All right, so let me set the scene for you. Right, so KO just decimated. Ezekiel, Elias, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Several minutes ago. So KO is walking through the parking 
uh, garage to his car, right? Right. One of the interviewers runs up to him, right, in the middle of this parking garage, right? Well, what takes you a second to realize is there is, like, a legit car that has been slammed into the concrete portion of, of the parking garage, right? Like the the engine is smoking. <laughs> Nikki Ash, dew dropper standing around it. There looks to be a cop standing around it. There, I mean, there's like six other people standing around it, and this is going on in the background. And Kevin Owens is simply like not even acknowledging it. Nope, nobody's looking at it. Right. Uh, the interviewer's not, not Kevin Owens. The broadcasters don't. <laughs> yeah, the broadcasters don't even mention it. Like, how do you not see this car wreck behind you? That's crazy. Uh, anyway, so what were we, what were you talking about, AEW? Uh, getting back to that. Man, no sting. Uh... Oh, he said Sting, Miro, and Darby again in the trios tournament, which could be interesting. Could definitely be interesting. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, hmm. You got the House of Black. You got you got Sting, Darby, and whomever. You've got the Dark Order, which hey, four can win the trios title i don't care what anybody says that that musical that i watched today that convinced me dark order for trios champions <laughs> you know that 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 reminds me i don't understand how somebody can look at the dark order and not just see that these guys are having such fun who cares if they're like i don't know the second coming of dusty roads or whatever i don't give a damn they're just funny they're fun to watch. Like, oh my god! Like, is everything in wrestling that serious? We, we got. Well, go I think like... the I think you got to look at it as too many people judge everybody in wrestling and everything on wrestling by just a few standards. Right. When you know, those of us who've been around a while, we love the whole mankind dude love Cactus Jack yeah. for Yasko. You know what I mean? Like. One wrestler could come out and be three different people, sometimes yeah. on the same night, you know. So, but if you sat back as a wrestler, as a wrestling fan, you would look at that as this is stupid, right? Mm -hmm. You look at the, the Dark Order, they are funny. And you know what? They're getting TV time by being funny. <clears throat> and it's a way that Tony Khan can get. A group of people on TV at one time mm -hmm. and not have to put them in a match or figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, just they get over just by being themselves, being funny. Who? Ca I mean, they're getting over. The crowd reacts every time they're on television. Well, and how did being the elite start and get over? Being the elite got over by being what? Just being themselves. Being themselves and being funny. You know, and then that spawned from just that core group 
And then it kind of expanded and expanded and expanded. It's, it is, um, it's mind boggling when you see something that's just guys having a good time. Like, I mean, come on, Adam page doing the, 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 the speech last week was like, damn. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of cool. And then this week with the musical, I mean, come on, these guys are cool. Let it go. The dog agrees. Thank you, Bella. That's right. That's right. Dark order. Join the dark order. Ah, she didn't bark. The one time you could have barked and it would have made sense. Oh, well. Uh, let's see here. Do I want to go to the main event? Or do we want to talk about what everybody's talking about? Yeah, how about it? <clears throat> the crying kid. Oh, my God. Perhaps one of the one of the better setups that AEW's provided in a while. This was good stuff. The Undisputed Elite was back on TV. It was all... Five of them. Six, if you count Brandon or Landon, however you want to refer to him. Anyway, all of them are on TV. You're like, wow, okay, they're getting ready for the trios tournament. Adam Cole is back, Red Dragon, the Bucks. This has potential. And Adam Cole is like, well, you know, hey, I got bad news. I'm not medically cleared, and Kyle's not medically cleared. And unless you guys are going to team with Bobby Fish, <coughs> sorry, guys, you can't participate in the tournament, which I was like, oh, wow. Damn, that's messed up. So the Bucks, who have been teasing this quasi-face quasi turn, although they're not really, I don't know. We'll, we'll get into that more as we go forward. Um, they kind of turned to Adam Cole, and he's like, I, I, I liked how he worded this. I'm not saying my words correctly. What I mean is you're not going to be in any condition to compete in the tournament. And then they proceed to beat the piss out of the Bucks. It Which made gives the us poor kid cry. Oh my god. So this kid they shoot to the crowd for reactions and there's this kid just bawling his eyes out. His father next to him is smiling. He's <laughs> like laughing. And his son is just crying his eyes out that the Bucks have been assaulted by the Undisputed. They'll probably just call him the Undisputed, I would guess. Um But this was a good segment. This was good. Um, Hangman Page hits the ring to make the save. The crowd goes banana, to quote Shane Richardson, um, when Hangman Page hits the ring in jeans that had butterflies on them, by the way, which was weird, but okay. Hits the ring, makes the save, and now we've got potentially, I don't know, Brian, I think we got the hung bucks. Mm, maybe. I mean, you know, they gotta they gotta work out their differences still. You know, if you look at uh, being the elite, you know, they were sitting right beside him in the airport. And... <laughs> Let him just do his thing. Yeah, <laughs> Brandon's like, he's got the man bun. That's down to you. I mean, I guess depending on what bracket they they're in, I could see, you know. Elite versus Undisputed, or mm-hmm. Hung Bucks versus Undisputed, whatever you want to call it. Um, but hopefully they'll get knocked out pretty quick. Um, I'm hoping do. I'm hoping Omega gets gets back in time, and maybe he's got like some type of surprise, you know, two people with him or something. 
So there's there's a lot of different ways that could go. You could do a double turn where they they dupe Hangman and everybody beats up Hangman again. You could do that. You could have it so that the undisputed is in the finals and you get the hung bucks in the finals. Or you could have that happen and have Kenny Omega side with whatever side he wants to. Maybe he's got to make a choice, and that's how they build it. Or maybe he comes in with the Good Brothers. Mm. Forgot about them. I guess they are still on the table, technically. Well, technically, they're free agents. I mean, they've been working yeah. in Impact, but they're, they're free agents. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Well, maybe we get Jay White, the Young Buck. I mean, the Good Brothers. Ooh, I, I like that mix. That's a good call. We haven't gotten any official brackets yet. I know we've got, as far as confirmation, I, I think it's safe to say we've got the Dark Order. All four of them. Um, and maybe the Best Friends. No, yeah, the Best Friends already, I guess, threw their name in the hat. Okay. Uh, when Friday night, Dr. Danhausen. Did you not see that up? I uh, did see Dr. Danhausen. That was, yeah. he, I, I don't miss Danhausen. Come on, man. I watched Danhausen. So I guess they're in it. The Hung Bucks, the Undisputed. So that's four. House of Black, five. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you're probably going to get Darby, Sting, and Miro for six. I would imagine you'll probably have two more. So you probably have like an eight-man tournament or something. Or eight-team tournament. I imagine you get Pack back for the uh, Death Triangle to put them in there somehow. Yeah, Andrade. So if you get them, you got to oh. get Andrade, Roosh, Roosh, and somebody else. Bandito, Bandito, Bandito. Well, I mean, supposedly that he, you know, I think the he's had two Twitter pictures mm-hmm. where you can see there's a third person, but you can't. I mean, you don't really see much more than a jacket. Either Bandito or Dragon Lee. God damn it. Well, who is, is there anybody from Ingonobles still out there? Uh, I'm sure there probably are. Ingobernables. I'm looking it up right now. So I'm sure you got a free agent or two. We've got Roosh. Technically, La Faction in Gobernable is Roosh, Dragon Lee, and Kenny King, and Andrade. Ooh, Kenny King would be a bad pickup. Mm-mm. Ooh, I like it. Let's do that. Book it. <laughs> so yeah, so maybe that's your eight. Um. So it's not a bad number, I guess. No, I mean, that's fair. And plus, you've still got plenty of other teams you can bring in eventually. You should bring Dalton Castle and the boys. Mm. Why not? Bring the kingdom or the embassy. Excuse me. The embassy is what they're called now. Mm-hmm. Although that would mean Jonathan Gresham would have to come back. Mm-mm. Not if he's not in it. Got a battle for that coveted <laughs> number 18 spot in the PWI 500. Leave Gresham alone. (laughs) 
At least, you know, it's at some point he's going to play it off just like uh, Thunder Rosa does with that sandbagging claim. By the way, that is pretty smart, having a t-shirt that says sandbagging. If people are going to say that about you, make some money off of it. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I might would buy a PWI 18 shirt. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I mean, because here's the thing. like I joke about it, but I, I think Jonathan Gresham is a great wrestler. And I, I don't have any problem with a guy if he's short or fat or tall. I don't give a damn. If they can go, they can go, right? I mean – why does it matter? Why does any of that matter? But some people just can't get out of their own way. You guys have said it multiple times tonight. It's that um, difference in generation, I guess, from what we are okay with versus what the <clears throat> is the phrase modern fan. Is that what the phrase or the term would be? I don't even sure. know. I guess. Sure couple other notables that came from this uh this dynamite outside of the main event which was pretty cool um first off team taz is no more and they handled this and kind of i thought they were going to make more of a big deal about this but with the way taz handled it it was kind of like i don't want any part of it it's done best wishes to everybody that's it and so team taz is no more but we still got powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks to look forward to. And Hobbs, Hobbs has now taken over the uh, Cody Rhodes entrance. They got a user for somebody. So it's not the elevator, not the, the Cody Vader. Cause I think Jade Cargill still uses that sometimes. In this case, it was more of the, um, the glass or the, the entrance way lowering and raising above them. But he's got a pretty cool presentation to him. He's definitely got something that that a lot of people don't have. He he is going to be very very good in, in as he moves up the card. Why are you barking at me, dog? It's a dog, and dogs bark. What? You're a dog? Are you a dog? Why are you barking? Yeah, I mean, give it give it time. Hobbs's futures bright it'll be a nice slow burn <laughs> you can easily see him in about five years being consistently in the main event i think that i think with what will happen here we'll get him and uh starks it all out and i think he'll beat starks starks will get he'll get his revenge at some point but i think starks knows that he can get more out of it if he puts Hobbs over faster. Mm, I guess that's smart, but the reaction that Starks gets, mm -hmm. right? He gets one of the biggest pops on the roster. So to me, I would like Starks wins immediately moves away from him yeah right because so, i don't i mean I, either way i don't think anybody's hurt by losing right but i i would immediately direct stark somewhere else away from hobbs and then just set their career pass you know to parallel each other yeah 
and then you know in a year's time let's let's have the feud that we didn't have now you know when they're both pretty high up on the card yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't waste i wouldn't waste a feud now and i wouldn't waste ricky losing now i would do that down the road a year year and a half down the road I feel like with with what they're doing there, this is what Tony Khan does really well with the build up on a feud, but it's the aftermath that he sometimes falls falls short with. And maybe you're right. Maybe it's more of a okay, let's keep these guys away from each other, kind of like you did with Taz and Sabu. You force them away from each other for as long as you can, and then, you know, after, and I think theirs was like a year and a half build up, then you force it when they're when they're platform is high enough so i could definitely see that that makes sense um i wonder is that something that when starks because you'd almost have to stretch your starks out or something has to intervene to make them have some distance between each other you give one a title shot or something or like what do you think you, you don't you don't have like so like that's that's like wwe booking right okay all right, so uh, let's look at FTR and the Young Bucks. Yeah. Right? There there was no feud afterwards. No, that's true. As a matter of fact, they've just taken subtle jabs and they left it at that. And left it alone. Yeah. Right? There doesn't always have to be shenanigans. There doesn't always have to be like a furtherance. You know, again, this, to me, this is going back to, again, like, the, like you said, Taz and Sabu. Right, mm-hmm. let them have the match. Let it end cleanly. Right, even 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 if Hobbs beats Starks, he can win cleanly. Um, right. You know, and then just again separate them. You know, oh, you know, you go your way, I go my way. You don't have to continue a. You don't necessarily have to continue a feud. True. Just send them down different paths. Yeah. With the sole intention of, you know, again, a year, year and a half down the line, one of them has a title, and here we go. We're mm-hmm. we're going to – because everybody's going to be looking for the feud, right? But, again, AEW has this weird little way of drawing these things out. Mm-hmm. And this, would, to me, would be a bigger one that people would want to see the payoff for, so why not just draw it out for a year, year and a half, and – Give it a higher spot on the card. So, with with where we're headed right now, we've got Quake at the Lake, which is coming up this week. This is uh, AEW's first show in Canada, their debut. We're going to have the winner of Wheeler Yuta and Chris Jericho taking on John Moxley. We're getting ready to go over this main event here in just a second. Oh, my, that was a bad spot. That was... That was terrible Eesh, setup. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, looking at how how we're faced with this, is is AEW making a mistake by just continuing to sign people and not designating out Ring of Honor, Dark, and, and AEW, or just is it the right idea to just leave things as they are? Oh, ouch! Is he hit right into that cameraman? But he definitely didn't sell that shot. No, he um, ran away. He's just yeah. like, all right, I'm gone. <laughs> uh, so, 
so people are being seen on dark. Mm-hmm. Yep. Elevation. Yep. So until they get a Ring of Honor contract, you can't really put ROH in the mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, you know, again, like, you really can't because um, they're not, they don't even have a TV show yet. Right. So now I'm sure he's probably built for, um, you know, that in mind, uh, ROH down the line, but, uh, you know, again, I, I think there's still a decent mix. Like, have we forgotten whatever crazy formula they use, but you know, some weeks we're going to see the buck. Some weeks we're not, you know, same thing with, um, Penta and Phoenix, you know, mm-hmm. some weeks with FTR, there, you know, there's weeks that you, you know, you may go by not seeing champions even on that program. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you have to build for the future, but there's no telling when that show's coming. Well, and it's and the thing is, the, the reason I ask the question is is because I feel like you can have a hundred, you can have a hundred fifty, you can have two hundred. If everybody's still getting match time, if everybody's still getting paid, then the complaint of having a bloated or non-bloated roster to me seems moot. If they're not getting paid, or if they're not getting TV time, or if they're not getting the exposure, well, all right, now now I kind of get it. But like everybody that I've seen that is quote unquote rumored to be unhappy has high profile positions within the company and literally gets 20 minutes per match when they're out there. Like Miro, when Miro has a match, he's got 20 minutes. He gets prime TV time. He gets designated promos, but there's a, there's a rumor out there that he's unhappy because he liked some, some kids tweet. Like, come on, man. No, there's a rumor out there because certain people give it voice. Like that, why would you, why would you bring it up? would be my question. That's asinine. Cause I mean, here's the thing you're getting paid. Right. If he's happy, if he's not happy, if he's sad, if he's, you know, whatever, you're not going to make everybody happy every time. Cause you're dealing with a business of alpha males and females who have an ego. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's not a good, that's not a bad thing. It's just life. Mm. These people have an ego because guess what? They're in a business of being a character. Same thing in movies. You know, once an actor gets top billing, do you think he want to be in another show where he doesn't get top billing? You know, but, and it could have, it could all stem down to, him saying to one person, man, it's frustrating when this stuff happens. And you know how we all like to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Miro is unhappy. He's going to go back to the WWE. He's going to. Yeah, oh, my God. It's but just, it, this isn't from a conversation. Though. This is from a stupid Twitter post that mm-hmm. people like Ringside News and some of these other stupid little uh facebook chat or facebook groups Mm -hmm. 
and then of course you know you know if it's on ringside news it has to be true right i'm curious as to how they've gotten the traction they've gotten outside of well the obvious of us bringing it up when we laugh about it you know what i mean like how did they gain any kind of notoriety because word of mouth will do something but it's not going to do all of that will it Sure, because you you have people that just like Rob said, they're going to click on certain things, mm-hmm. and then people are going to read them. And All again, the, the, right, the, uh, the the fans now that deal with this internet stuff, they're mm-hmm. not educated, right? It, it's just like Meltzer and FTR and the Young Bucks, right? Where uh, Dax basically told Meltzer to go F himself. Yeah, explain that one to me. I don't okay, understand so what here's, that Here's the story, right? Remember that uh, when they had the ladder match and it was supposed to involve the Hardys? Yep. And the Hardys couldn't uh, make it for whatever reason? Yeah. Uh, so Meltzer, again, probably trying to backtrack a little bit, came out with a story not too long ago, well after this match, saying that the original plan was for the uh, Hardys to win, right? Okay, that makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. And that um, there was supposed to be a big, a a third match between FTR and the Young Bucks for the title. Well, if the Hardys were supposed to win the titles, how then is there a big rematch with FTR and the Young Bucks for the titles, and neither one of them possessed the titles. Like he was, uh. he was very contradictory. And like, and then he was alluding to the fact that like FTR or something was like heated backstage because they weren't now going to wrestle for the AEW titles or something. Wow. And that's where that's where pretty much Dax is like, yeah, you're you're just an effing idiot, you know. Um. Because, again, he makes no sense. Like, the Hardys were supposed to win, but now FTR is mad that they're not facing the Bucks for the for the titles and yada, yada, yada. Do you actually think at this point in time FTR, FTR cares about the AW World titles? ROA's champs, AAA champs, New Japan champs. Yeah, their dance card is pretty goddamn full. Yeah. I mean, would they welcome them? Sure. Do you think... Do you care? Do you think they care who they beat? No. No, I really don't. <laughs> Why would they get upset? And I'm sure AEW is no different than the WWE, where this was probably planned out six months to a year in advance. I guess what's what's interesting to me, and and this is just me spitballing here. How how does that kind of a I don't know. I keep asking the same question because it's just it's it's boggles the mind how that gets traction when, like Dax is like you're you're full of shit. Nothing like that actually happened. Period. Like he just literally says that, and somehow people are like, oh, there's heat. No, they don't give a damn. Like they've got enough to do. When it's time to wrestle the Bucks, they'll wrestle the Bucks. Because you have people that are bobbleheads on both sides of the yeah the thing they're yeah. so ate up with it that they'll believe anything yeah
Hey, when, when you're right, you're right. What can I say? What can you say? No. Is that the bobbleheads are going to be bobbles no matter how much you bobble because they're going to bobble. Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down, Rob. Bobbles bobble, and they still bobble even if they make no bobbling sense. Bobble, 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 bobble. Yeah, much like, uh, you know, when uh, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery came out with their little, you know, list of shows. And, oh, there was a certain show not on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's pretty weak to me. That's just grasping. Uh, so how do you account for the other 200 fucking shows that aren't on that list also? Not to mention the fact that they had already promoted AEW on previous um, upfronts. The one, the one upfront they don't promote them, suddenly they're unhappy? Well, no, it's I, not about them being it. unhappy. It's... You know, again, oh, oh my God, AEW's got, they're, they're not going to be on this TV show because they weren't listed as one of their favorite shows. Right. Or whatever. Dude, they listed like 10 shows. Really? Yeah. But but again, people can't think for themselves. They read something on the internet. Now, oh, it's got to be true. So Warner Brothers and HBO and all that is going to survive on 10 shows. Yeah, that's clever thinking. I just feel like it's the desire for something to be wrong with a company, regardless of which company. Just the desire to see something fail just blows me away. Like, you've got, if if you're in, in any capacity, if you're a fan, and this is, I guess, going back to the, the bobblehead and, and that kind of thing, You've got to realize that the less companies that are out there, the worse that is for business. For you to want to watch a product and have it be entertaining, you've got to have alternatives. The the only way, and that's, remember last week we said Triple H is on a limited clock. He's got maybe six months. He's got mania between January or between now and mania to do something to make the audience turn around. Now, granted, last Monday he hit two million. SmackDown he hit two million. Okay, that's a step in the right direction. Bringing some of these people back isn't necessarily wrong, but for someone to move the goalpost and go, ah, they didn't put them on the poster. They didn't put them on the whatever the fuck the PowerPoint. That why why move goalpost? Just let it be, dude. Like you don't know. I don't know Tony Khan. They don't know Tony Khan. Like, how the... Somebody put a post up there, and and it's making the rounds that Tony Khan was unprofessional and yelling in a headset. Everything we've seen publicly from Tony Khan in media scrums, interviews, have we seen any irrational behavior? Well, I mean... Sticking up for CM Punk aside, because I guess you could call that irrational. (laughs) But even that I don't, because, I mean, Bischoff really made it a point to call him out on multiple occasions before finally he said something. No, listen, I just hope AEW lasts five years. Yes, I do. Because then AEW, or Tony Khan, will have eclipsed what Eric Bischoff did in the WCW. Mm -hmm. And then Bischoff, I mean, he's a a fraud. He, He struck gold on one one thing. 
and then he was too dumb enough to to like realize what he had and then he ruined a company like he literally struck gold two years took him two years to strike gold because i think he took over in what 94 um late 93 early 94 yeah yeah, nwo was 96 i -hmm. think so so about two years and then he got greedy and by the by what 99 his company was folded and he could never recreate what he supposedly did right. mm-hmm. yeah, and no, we know that because he even tried to go to tna to do it and he couldn't do it yeah and no, don't get me wrong you know okay so he he, he struck gold with the nwo and I'm, I'm gonna give him all the credit in the world however I really don't think you can get up there and shoot your mouth if in five years you took a company that was a powerhouse and literally drove it into the ground. Yeah, I just I I completely agree with you. You you're you're talking about, you know, a company like WCW which had years, years of legacy and NWA and Jim Crockett and you know what I mean? that mm-hmm. built that presence in the marketplace versus AEW, which was brand fucking new in 2019. Mm-hmm. There were indie, there were indie shows, new Japan, ring of honor, all of that, but there was no AEW before 2019. So to sit there and say like, Oh, well, he's got, he didn't grow his audience. Uh, dude, it's been three years. Like what? What what organization, sports team, entertainment, or otherwise, is solidified in three years? I don't know of one. Hell, they were talking about – I'm a big fan of uh, Arrow, even though it's no longer on the air. But they were talking about canceling Arrow in season three. Titans, another great show on HBO Max. Again, season two, they were talking about possibly canceling it. No show, no football team, no baseball team, whatever. Look at the the statistics for expansion ball clubs. It takes five, six, seven, sometimes ten years for the expansion team to solidify. It's a brand new company. Like, it's just a bold damn statement. They say, oh, it's over. Not growing the audience. You're not doing this. Uh, Especially when you're setting pay-per-view buys. Because nobody else is breaking pay-per-view records right now. Excuse me, premium live event records, if we're being fair. Well, yeah, but I mean, they're just breaking theirs, though. They they really haven't come close to touching. Yeah, that's true. That's true. WWE one, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a good point. (laughs) That's a smart bringing down 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 to earth a little bit. Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, let's 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 just because they're breaking records, they're not breaking anybody else's records. They're breaking their records. Yeah, and that that's a that's a good point. I mean, like I think it was, uh, yeah, it was FTR that said in the in the media scrum from the last Ring of Honor pay per view. Like Jim Cornette says stuff, and people talk and go like, "God, I can't believe he said that." But like Jim Cornette has literally earned the right to say his opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, like for. Jim Cornette to come out there and go, Tony Khan hasn't done blah, blah, blah. We can laugh at it, but Jim Cornette has earned that right. Bischoff, I, I, 
I'm on. I would say I'm on your side on that because Bischoff had a solid five years where things were were what they were. And then it wasn't that, even it was five like, years. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's he ran the company for five years. Mm-hmm. So he was promoted and drove it into the ground within five years. Actually, you can lower that number too because if you figure he quit in '98, Russo comes in, they rehire him. Yeah, that's less time if you're really being honest. <laughs> oh no, no, I'll give him five years. But I mean, you can. I mean, that's that's his like claim to fame, right? Is he had possession of that company for five years and completely drove it into the ground? Yeah. Back to back to the countdown to quake to quake at the lake or. Yeah, Quake at the Lake. Again, can we just go back to where it was just called Dynamite? Or get the perk? Yeah, I mean, let's just stop with the dumb show names. Um, okay, so Jericho and Wheeler Yuta, winner gets Moxley at Quake at the Lake. Um, really a solid matchup with Chris Jericho. He really had a, a good performance. And you have to credit Wheeler Yuta for that. Wheeler Yuta gave Chris Jericho a tremendous matchup. Like, that's that's saying something. It's not to say that Jericho sucks, because he doesn't suck. But let's be real. Jericho has his, his formulaic approach, and Wheeler Yuta kind of brought it out of him and made him made him work for it. And it was really good. Um, I'm not confident that Jericho and Mox will be all right. Wow. That was... What was that? Mm. So we've got Jericho, the Lionheart, the last survivor of the Heart Dungeon, against John Moxley this coming Wednesday. Any chance we see Jericho win the interim title? Mm, I don't think I don't so. See why? Is the build for Mox and Punk, or is it going to be is somebody going to beat Mox for the belt first? Maybe Kenny. Ooh, Omega and Punk. That would be good. Hmm. I like that thought process. We got another DX. Oh, oh yeah, another another DX. another bio. Yep. <laughs> How much ground can you cover with the DX bio? Haven't they already done that one like four times? Well, yeah, but we haven't heard Billy Gunn's side of things yet. Let's let's get his <laughs> bio. Road Dog. Uh, yeah, he's got problems. Let's hear from Road Dog. Yeah. Xbox relevant. <laughs> so it's a bad scene, man. <laughs> we were doing bad things as DX, but they'll make they'll make it a point to talk about how they challenged WCW. We were innovators. We're the only ones that challenged him. God, is your 
sure disdain going back that far. Well, it's like just now you're now you're talking smack about DX. It's interesting to notice just how often they take stabs. Like every single chance they get, like when is enough enough? Just dude, dude, all right, get we get it. You won the war. Well, it's not stabs though. It's revisionist history. When you win, you can change. Yeah. About yeah. what you want. Yeah. To the victor of the spoils. That's true. That is definitely true. So I don't know much of the card for Quake of the Lake. I've been trying to find it this entire time. We've kind of been looking at Dynamite last week. Um, I don't have much for it. We know Jericho and Mox. And we know... Here it is. Uh, Quake by the Lake, August 10th, which is this coming Wednesday. Um, <laughs> tickets are on sale still, by the way. Okay. Most shows still have tickets. Uh, are you being a Debbie Downer now? Uh, no, wasn't trying to be. You're killing me right now. I'm not a Debbie Downer. <laughs> Not that it matters anyway. <laughs> uh, Fight Forever cover was released. You got Mox, Omega, uh, Jericho, Britt Baker, and CM Punk. Oh, and Jade Cargo as well on the cover of Fight Forever. I've seen the, the clips. I'm sure you guys have. What are your thoughts on AEW's Fight Forever? Which one was Fight Forever? Oh, AEW the game? console game, yeah. I'm not, uh, yeah. Until I see what versions are out coming out, I'm not fooling with it. Pre-orders are available now at $60. So that's probably the standard version. Mm-hmm. PS5, Xbox One, PS4, Nintendo Switch, and computer, PC. It's going to be available on. So they're spreading it as much, as far and wide as they can. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're going to hit every console, but I want to see what kind of, you know, if I get a season pass or, you know, whatever. Right. Things. Anything on a wish list you'd want to see on there? As long as you create a wrestler, it's good. Or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some new Japan stars in a download pack or something. Uh, straight um, GM mode would be kind of cool too. Straight GM mode would be nice. They've said that the story mode is uh, completely revamped from anything we've seen before. So it should be brand new. There's many games in this. Uh, if you saw the clip of uh, Tony Schiavone and Britt Baker playing, um, <laughs> there was like what appeared to be like a home run derby kind of mini game. Mm-hmm. There was, uh, um, it looked like paintball. Um, the, some of the, uh, effects of the, uh, impact their collision detection that I noticed there was, uh, like little lines coming away from where Britt Baker hits the stomp. So I guess when high impacts move or happens, you can, <laughs> see the lines that that shows the impact of it it's not the final product but that was what it showed on the the teaser trailer so it looked interesting um the the weapons the the cool thing i noticed is you could put the trash can over top of somebody's head i don't think i've seen that one before 
Mm-hmm. But it should be good. I mean, it should be kind of interesting to see who is uh, who's in the game. We haven't gotten anything as far as confirmed on the roster except for the people on the cover. Um, and I mean, really, that's that's it. We've seen. Actually, I should take that back. We have seen more than that. We've seen Riho. Mm-hmm. We've seen Nyla Rose. Abaddon. Abaddon. Uh, Sheeta. Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've seen Evil Uno. Maybe not. Either way, definitely something to look forward to. August 12th is the official trailer drop, and we should get a release date announcement, too. I thought they already had one. Um, There's not an official release date, but they're saying that they're trying to get it out by the end of the year. So maybe we get a Christmas release. Late November, early well, December. Maybe that's kind of what it was. Or maybe they just have it marked for December 31st. Yeah. So anywhere in the final quarter. Mm-hmm. Well, Quake for the Quake by the Lake is this week. We've got uh, no pay per views this weekend. Anything else of note that we need to throw in before we were off the air? Yeah. Nothing Was that of a note? Nothing of note. All right, we'll catch up with Rob at. Rob Hefner C2C. Catch up with Brian on the Twitter bot at Vlad Dragul C2C and at Stan Grubb for myself. Catch up with the show at C2C Radio Show and C2C Radio Show.com. Have a great week. Enjoy Quake by the Lake. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll maybe we'll have something interesting to talk about. We've still got more returns pending. Who knows? Have a great night, everybody. Thanks again for listening. And we will sit here and make noise until Stan tells us we're clear. Because he likes to wear... Sorry. Too soon? I, I guess we're clear. <laughs> no, we're not. And now we're, we're technically not. still recording, but... Yeah. Okay. That's that. Stan likes to wear women's lingerie to Walmart. Oh, see, that's not that's not very nice. That's not nice. Flag on the pay. Don't do that. Or crazy. Or of course, I said that as soon as ABC Seven show joined the room. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably like, "Wait, these guys are live. What, why don't we are only just now finding out?" I'm gonna thank the wonderful people at Podbean for that.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 